We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Man, I don't know how Nick normally does this, but it's a Friday before Christmas Eve. One guy likes to chew them up and spit them out. The other guy likes to put chew in and spit it out. Jay Binkley, Dusty Likens, no Cody, no gold, no Nick. Get ready, stay warm, and let's rock this thing out, baby. It's Bink, it's Dusty, and it starts right now. Good morning, Dustman. Good morning, Mr. Binkley. Go with a party song. Oh, yeah. I mean, if this doesn't get your bones going. Like Christmas. Is, I don't, is, this, I, is this a Christmas song? I mean, it's December I, I 1963. Be. If you don't like Frankie Valley, you know what I mean? Just let the people get started with the day. Let's go. Yeah, funny little feeling when she walks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But, no, it is, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun show today, right? We got a... Uh, we got Pete Sweeney. This is the best part of the song, though. I got to, I got to stop talking. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. It's sports radio. This is at 99.7 The Vibe. Well, it's, um, it's two days before Christmas, so sometimes you know. Here's the thing, yeah. Dusty. I'm always concerned. Yeah. When you and I are together, that we're gonna get fired. That we're gonna get fired. Yeah. I mean, there's a good chance that the key card doesn't work whenever I've worked with you. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, but you go put it in, you're like. Crap, I just did a show with Dusty. Yeah, it just, it just stops beeping. I'm like, I think this fob's broke. Or there's somebody here ready to collect mine before I can even walk in. I think the last time we did is when we did that, uh, we did the mix-up. Station mix-up. Oh, yeah. It was oh, me God. and you and Nick. And we got an email. We got a text, like, immediately leaving from the boss. Yeah, me, you, Nick, and then Cody. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. We talked about pizza. Uh, it's the Dirty Binky Show is what somebody's calling on the text line. Dirty Werewolf. I, I can't wait for the beer release party, by the way. Yeah, very, we'll be there. Very, very excited about that. You and I'll be there for most of the part. Oh, last, last year was just off the hook. Well, yeah. It's like the a, biggest nine center block, you know? Everybody wanted to, uh, to try Il Padron. Yeah, and this one, they have the playoff Pilsner. The play, what's what it means in Italian? Yeah, so. Italian. That's what the Il Padron means. Italian food, Mexican food, home-style food. What are you going with? Or, K, or Creole food. What's your top one? <sighs> I like them all. Yeah. I like Cajun Creole. So, yeah, a little po' boy sandwich. Yeah, po' boys. A little jumbo, a little, little jambalaya, a little chicken sausage gumbo. I actually found a place in Northland with a po' boy. Really? It's like about as close to Louisiana as you can get. Legit? Oh, yeah. It's called mud bugs. Really? Oh. I don't eat crawfish. No, but, but the, the whole suck in the brain the thing. It's called out. dust, man. Oh, okay. You don't have to eat them. They have shrimp and everything. I still need to try in a tub. I've yet to do the powdered cheese taco that you and Wachowski praise to this day that is a northland staple forever going to in a tub chief seahawks tomorrow kind of cool to have chiefs on saturday i get it you going out there dust man absolutely not i know bob said he is he's gonna do the shirtless picture how long honestly do you think fesco will last out there as long as his kids because he said he's going with the he's family got kids, but kids get cold too you know that's why i said like he'll be out there as long as his kids are out there until they've just like basically had enough 
I mean, tomorrow, like I said on Tuesday night on on uh, after hours, you've either got to be dumb, psychotic, hardcore, love the Chiefs, don't care about anything, don't give a piss about nothing but the Chiefs, and or you got festered tickets at the holiday work party and the boss didn't want to go because he knew it was going to be 17 degrees with a wind chill of negative 10 and said, you know what? Someone will love these. I'm just going to get out of it this way. It's going to be interesting across the NFL. Would you go? Yeah, of course. You would go? In shorts. No, you wouldn't. You're not in shorts today. <laughs> I do have my I do have my jean rule. Yeah. If it's if it's less than zero, I'll wear pants. If it's less than zero, that's the breaking point. Oh, Here's Lord. the one thing about it: when it gets this cold, why yeah. I did have pants on the day because I don't like pants. Why? Well, here's the deal, man. You need some skinny jeans. With this weather and racks and everything, because idiots were on the road today. You know how that is. Oh, yeah. Like I was delayed about 40 minutes because of dumbasses, uh, yeah. essentially that could not drive a vehicle. Which I think that honestly, they should make people. Retake a driver's test like every three years because a lot of people should no, not be behind a wheel. I do have this There's theory. There's a lot of people shouldn't be behind a wheel. I do have this theory that once you hit the age of 65, every five years you should take a, a, a retest. No, I think every after after 20. Okay. So you go 16, 20, whatever. Because I'm serious. It means okay. it's delayed. It sucks. I mean, you're trying to get, and everybody deals with it, man. You deal with morons. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the way it is, but it does say if you get if you get stranded or something, mm-hmm. or the car won't start because that's what happens this time of oh yeah time of year. You might as well have pants on, right? I mean, you just should probably be smart about it. You should wear pants when it's like less than forty degrees. Yeah, <laughs> forget about that. But yeah, I'd go to the game. Okay, I mean, I, I love going to. You better be on the home. Side. Isn't that where the sun is on the home side? I don't know. They It'd always be- put the visitors in the shade, so it's colder and tougher to be in the environment. Well, when you do post game, you don't really have to screw with that. You just got to sit in like yeah. here and watch TV. Yeah, we had uh, Dane and Hughes on yesterday. He's like, yeah, the toughest part for me is going to be walking to the car to the press box. And then we had Kling on, and he's like, well, I'll be on the sideline. The only time I get to go inside is uh, is whenever uh, uh, it's halftime. I was like, oh, damn, man, that yeah. sucks. Kling will be out there staying warm. But bottom line is, it's kind of cool with this game on a Saturday afternoon. A lot of people are excited about that because, you know, football is about the cold. I know a lot of people are complaining about the cold, but what's it going to be, like 15, 16 degrees? That's not uh, bad. That's going to be, that's going to feel like a heat wave tomorrow compared to this. No, that's bad. It's bad. And you want to, you want to talk about bad? No, that's going to be like 15, 16 degrees tomorrow. Okay. I haven't even seen 17 degrees. Seriously. That's like, yeah, I'm not doing tropics compared to this. I'm in a scarf and a beanie and I'm inside. So I'm not doing that. But uh, you are. speaking of, of bad, and I know a lot of people have addressed this, but a lot of people haven't gotten your take on it. And I've been, I've been pining to hear your take on this. Cause I know you can be one pissed off pup. When you hear people talk stuff they don't know what they're talking about, here's Bart Scott from back in July. Well, this is a repeat uh, statement that I've said, but I said that I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. I said it to McCole Harmon. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. But when you look at the comparing the defenses, it, the, the other defense in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price. It's a reset year for them, Brady. I, I, it, they're in so- I understand what you're thinking. It's going to be a question of just how bad the defense actually is. Is it below average or is it really terrible? The last two times we saw them against the Bills and against the Bengals, that defense was horrible and it was exposed and it put too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes. We saw last year that offense went through some hiccups. Now you don't have somebody that's going to take the top off the defense. If you have a number one corner, you're saying, who I want to put him on? I don't want to waste him on, on Smith-Schuster, uh, Valdez-Scanley. I can play you straight up. 
And like you've never been able to play them straight up with Tyreek Hill taking the safety no matter where he goes. All eyes on him. Now it's going to be all eyes on Patrick Mahomes. Can he lead the team that way in the division that is stacked? Isn't what Christmas is all about, Dusty? Reflecting, looking back at dumb predictions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always very easy on the cusp of the new year. Right. You look back to dumbasses. You look back to stupid predictions. You look back to people that shouldn't be analyzing football, like Bart Scott, because that's dumb. All that stuff is nonsense. And I wonder if they realize, like, how dumb some of that stands. When you take a team that had won six straight AFC West titles, seven AFC West titles, too. I will say this, too, Dusty. Travis Kelsey's streak of 1,000 yards a season started, and oh, it just happened to coincide when the Chiefs mm -hmm. win seven straight AFC West titles. But the whole thing, this stuff drives me nuts. Because then you see people, oh, the Chiefs are good, but they're still not jumping on there. It's still right. about the Buffalo Bills. Now it's about the Bengals, which I get that one. I understand that one. But it's about the Bills. But it's not the Chiefs. It's not about the most consistent team. Mm -hmm. And I heard somebody talk about it at least nationally a little bit, but how difficult it is. And I made the argument, Dusty, uh, last week that uh, that Andy Reid, I know he's not going to get coach of the year. It's going to go to Nick Sirianni. That's who's mm -hmm. going to get it. It's just bottom line. Kevin O'Connell, that's what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. To me, I think what Andy Reid has done is tougher than what they've done. Like Nick Sirianni went into a good situation. Listen, Philly's got – Loaded deal. Mm -hmm. Look, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are playing MVP level. But if you're telling me seven years from now, Nick Sirianni is going to win seven straight NFC East titles, I'll do a Bart Scott take here and say you're crazy. Right. Because seven straight years of that, you know, the NFC East is had last 17 years has had 17 different winners. 17. It'll be 18 this year. So last 18 years. So basically what I'm saying is to stay consistent, stay atop of your game, have the bullseye on your back. Everybody's gunning for you. And to consistently do it and then lose Tyreek Hill and then the Chiefs offense, number one in yards, number one in points, number one in points per drive, number one on third down conversions, number one on fourth down conversions. Mm -hmm. It's the best offense in the NFL. People don't often want to admit it because they like to burn out hot takes. But <laughs> the Chiefs do have the number one offense in the National Football League. There's no wonder there's seven straight winners of the AFC West. That's facts. Yeah, I think that was fiction being spit out there by Bart Scott. Complete fiction. People don't want to go with that. I just don't understand how when you make predictions, because we heard from the Raiders are going to win it to the Chargers are going to win it to the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Not the team with the coach that's fifth all-time in wins. Not a team with the coach that's third all-time in postseason wins. Not the only coach in the division that's even been to the playoffs. Right. And you have Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. And you've won six straight divisions. You kidding me? I think, I think the problem that we see a lot of times, and I don't know, and I've talked about this thousands of times on the shows that I've done that I've done at night, and that is, I don't know why we get to a point, maybe not we, but people get to a point where it's we stop thinking about who coaches the team and who throws the ball for the team, correct? Because I've said this before, and and I know there's a lot of people that have heard it, but it's the thing that's annoying is that. For years with Brady and Belichick, for years, for years, for years, all we ever talked about was who's coaching, who's quarterbacking. And when it got to the playoffs, it amplified up even more so because that's when it really gets serious. And I think the thing that people forget is maybe, I don't know if this is a homer take, but maybe how great Patrick Mahomes actually is, right? Like everything he's done so far in his career, he started five years now as a starter, been in the league six. He's never finished less than the... AFC championship game, never traveled on the road, which means he's getting the one or the two seed. And all of this 
Yeah, just, find me another quarterback that's done that. The, right. The, in the title game. Every and he's year. never I, not won his division as a quarterback. So, and he's been in the league as a starter for five years. The funny thing but, is it goes back to Alex Smith. But this year, this year was the year that it all fell off. This is the year that Tyreek Hill's gone. They can't possibly make up for that. This is the year that Travis Kelsey starts to regress and is no longer the Travis Kelsey of, of old where he's getting a thousand yards. Everything that people have predicted has been debunked. And I get it. Like in July, there's always those segments on multiple shows where it is, Hey, give us your bold prediction. And maybe that's what they asked for Bart Scott, but it wasn't in that sense. Like Bart Scott was just out here talking about the AFC West. And yet here we are again, seventh year in a row. We're possibly looking at the Chiefs being the one or the two seed. Cincinnati's still kind of floating around, and they have tiebreaker, but you just have to win out, and Buffalo loses one, you switch spots. But again, I think the thing that we're forgetting about Binkley is that there's not just necessarily disrespect to the team that is coached by Andy Reid, but there's disrespect to the team that is ran by Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. And Mitch Holtis tweets this yesterday to, uh, to Chiefs reporter Matt McMullen, and he says, Here's a good one. Chiefs lead the NFL with 51.2% on third down conversions. Last year, 52.2. No other team in the NFL has one such season in the last top 10 and then tags Peter Schrager in it. Because we know Peter Schrager had that thing where I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP, but they're not going to let Jalen Hurts do it because he's going to miss a game. And when we go back to that and we bring up the, the, the numbers, Pro Football Focus comes out, and this is why these numbers are so important, because Pro Football Focus comes out today, this morning, and gives a percentage of who's most likely to win the MVP. Number one at the top, Patrick Mahomes at 53.8. So according to Pro Football Focus, it is over. MVP future betters, us, myself included, we're about to cash. Josh Allen, 15.4% so, so chance to win. Man, he? The bank robber, he get well, that's cash? not uh, that's not his money, allegedly. That might be that might be some bank. Well, you got you to prove where that money came from because right now he's got the ticket for what forty five thousand dollars. Well, I don't think he's going to get any of that. I can tell I, you that I, much. I, I, maybe I don't think so, Binkley. You're I, smart I, enough to know that. I don't know, man. Maybe yeah, he you does. Do. Yeah, you do. You got to prove you're being an ass right now. No, you got to prove you're that being money an ass. Stolen. It's Chris. It's the I'm day not, before man. Christmas Eve, and this man's in jail. I'm just going with legalese. Sleeping man. naked with a wolf hat on. That's well, all you know he's what? got. He did something wrong to get his ass in jail, but. Yeah, he's robbing banks in 2022. But you can't allegedly. prove where that money came from when he bought the ticket. Okay, well then he can use it for bail. The but Jalen Hurts is so Mahomes at 53.8, Josh Allen at 15.4, Jalen Hurts at 10.6, and Joe Burrow at 10.2. Jalen Hurts obviously been ruled out this week. Gardner Minshew will play against the Cowboys on Saturday. Binkley MVP Pat again, and yet the Chiefs here they are could possibly win another 14 game season. That'd be what the fourth or fifth under Andy Reid in the Chiefs modern era. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's unbelievable, Dusty. And when you when you think about it, yes, it should be Patrick Mahomes. And there, there's a lot of crazy takes out there, including one that made me crazy, Dusty. Mm -hmm. Absolutely crazy when it came to a take on Mahomes and MVP. But I will say this. You and I sat in here in the round table. We talked about Zach Wilson, how that's going to destroy the Jets, right? Because mm -hmm. they threw a dart at a quarterback, and it's not working out. So that's going to set them back even further. Here's the one thing we talk about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I think Belichick's an amazing coach. Mm -hmm. But ask me what happened when Belichick and Brady split. Brady, what? Won a Wins Super a Super Bowl. And the Patriots have been stumbling around at 500. Okay, this didn't happen with Tom Brady, right? We have that argument that Barstool debate is that the quarterback is the coach. Now, you better have the damn quarterback, man. Mm -hmm. Listen, a coach is great. 
But unless you have somebody that can facilitate what the head coach wants on the football field offensively, what what he wants to do, his vision, right? Like the plays, like Bill Walsh, the old 49ers coach, used to go to restaurants, he'd write a play down on a napkin. Why can't Joe Montana to facilitate what he wanted to do? Andy Reid can go to any place in the city, just sit there, eh, Pat will do this. Bill Belichick doesn't have that with Tom Brady. Yes, it's a great combination we're together, but man, you put Brady in a different place and what he's a Super Bowl champion. Right. It, it's that simple. And I think sometimes we lose sight of the fact that, you know, this team is undefeated. Yes, it takes good coaching by Andy Reid, but it also takes a quarterback that, you know, in a game like last week where they could have lost those 87%. Did you see that Mahomes completed his last 20 straight completions? And, in fact, if he completes six straight to start the game against Seattle, he will tie the NFL record. Um, I believe Nick Foles, Phillip Rivers, and Ryan Tannehill or somebody. Those are the three names that have that record up there. That's just another one of those pat stats that we sit back and, and, and maybe do take for granted, but maybe we don't. But anyway, Binkley, that's the MVP talk. Mahomes now clear-cut favorite. Has one more decent game against Seattle. Has a good game against Denver because you know he wants blood after that last one. Speaking of wants blood, the Jets fans, man, last night they boo Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson looked terrible. Zach Wilson looks like he's on his way out. His teammates have already asked for Mike White, but Mike White is uh, still suffering from all the bad hits he took uh, in that game two weeks ago. You're in a sad situation if your team wants Mike White. No, you're in a sad situation when you come in the morning and the quarterback is compared to Jamarcus Russell. This is true. That's a sad situation. It's true. It's true. So you told me this morning, I sat down next to you said, Dustman, let's look at the difference between Zach Wilson and Jamarcus Russell and tell me which one is 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 worse than the other, and, and you've got the stats to prove it. Oh, I mean, it, it is insane to think about how close Zach Wilson is to, uh, to Jamarcus Russell. And you look at the numbers. So Zach Wilson, over the first 20 career starts, Zach Wilson – uh, passer rating 70.7, Jamarcus 70.6, right? Passing touchdowns, interceptions. 13 touchdowns, 16 interceptions for Zach Wilson. 15 touchdowns, 13 interceptions for Jamarcus. This is from NFL on CBS. Completion percentage, Zach Wilson 55%, Jamarcus 52. Yards per attempt, 6.3 with Zach, 6.2 with Jamarcus. Win-loss record, Zach Wilson 8-12. Jamarcus Russell, 6-14. and 14. You can actually make an argument that Jamarcus Russell is better than Zach Wilson. That's sad. I mean, it's a great it, – it's it's a thin line. I mean, it's, it's, it's razor thin. Because Zach Wilson went from just, just slanging mom's best friends to having his face on T-shirts, cover of all these these bro mags, and now he's, he's probably going to be involved somehow with Barstool Sports in the next three years. I mean, that's just where I think his career goes. I mean, I don't think that you can have a guy – because we were on the round table with Fesco. We were talking about that. I think – Either that or coach the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I don't know about that. I don't think... We see more and more players coaching now, man. Why not? Yeah, but, I mean, at least Jeff Saturday is a little bit more credible than hey, Zach Wilson. Right? Jeff Saturday is a very accomplished NFL player. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, Trent Dolfer's coaching you know, UAB now. I mean, that's the trend. I don't know I'm, if I'm I can kidding get about fired up with Trent. Zach Wilson probably go back to BYU. Yeah, well, maybe. But the thing is, is that – it just kind of also shows. You know, be best for him though, Dusty, before you start. Naughty America, being with Andy Reid as a backup because he's a BYU guy. Like that would help his career with having a real quarterback coach. But go ahead. I'm not sure I want him on this team. I don't. I don't think we need any of that. You got a problem with Zach, man? Yeah, he just doesn't believe. He's not a team guy. 
He was pouting last night. You got to learn, man. Have he, him Andy Reid teach him. You would think that you would learn when you lost your job to Joe Flacco, yeah. who is the slowest human in the NFL, the hairiest human in the NFL, and is a has-been that's getting ready to start over you. And you've also have to not believe in a guy that just literally said that he didn't think that he did anything wrong when he left his defense for failure after throwing three interceptions. Like, you just cannot be that guy on a team. Like, when Mahomes had that game against Denver, the first thing that guy did was say, it's on me. I got to get better. When Kelsey had that strip from uh, the Cincinnati game and they caught a touchdown off of that, Travis Kelsey, that's on me. I got to get better. I got to do better. That that pissed him off. He went on the New Heights podcast and talked about it. Zach Wilson has a bad game. I don't think I did anything wrong. That's a young, idiotic mindset to have, and you're also in a gigantic, enormous conglomerate of media in New York. Your career will forever be tarnished unless you can somehow figure it out. You know what he is? He's the next Baker Mayfield who didn't win a Heisman Trophy. That's exactly what he is. Teammates don't support him. Baker's There's, a lot more accomplished than he ever will. That's be. fine if he's accomplishments. I'm not saying attitude and personality is where I'm putting these guys. Baker might be accomplished. Baker might be a playoff. He might have made the playoffs as a quarterback. He might have like done some good things for Cleveland the minimal time that he was there. But the thing is, is Baker has no respect for players around the league. He has no respect from coaches around the league. The only reason he's even breathing on the Rams is because they lost two of their starting three quarterbacks. Actually, I think they lost all three of their starting quarterbacks. Couldn't put anybody out there. He was the best available option in the free agency. Nobody even claimed a waiver on, on Baker. He went unclaimed. And Sean McVay said, I think I'm good enough to make this work. And he had a miraculous 93-yard comeback on greatest that football game. Greatest drive I've ever seen. That's not true. It was a pretty incredible It's not the man. greatest drive you've ever seen. It was pretty incredible for a guy that's been there two minutes. If you're a Baker guy, and you probably are ever since he grabbed his hog against KU. <laughs> no, it's not true. Maybe it's when he ran from the cops and hit the side of the wall. Maybe it's when he tried to stick a flag in a fake field. <laughs> it was, it was we pretty, should have always <laughs> known that Baker wasn't there. We should have always known. He does a good job in the commercials. But again, Zach Wilson, the Jets, that was last night's number one overall pick, number two overall pick. The thing that kills me is that in most NFL drafts, there's one, maybe, maybe two quarterbacks that are worth a darn. Trevor Lawrence, best quarterback that draft, not one in that draft yet. That's really proven they can get up in that field with Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence had a hell of a bounce back year. The Jags might make the playoffs. And Doug Peterson is at it again with his antics as a head coach. Yeah, it's funny, and then you have like a Brock Purdy out there that was the last pick in the draft, and he's and, been decent. But he has, but it's a scheme, man. It's a sure scheme. it is, but he's, also with, that, but he's also with, but he's also without Debo Samuel, who's their best player I on get, offense, and he's and he's got Christian McCaffrey, who also players and coaches don't like because he was voted by the fans in the Pro Bowl, and then players and coaches are like, man, you're good. Here's the thing I don't understand: the people that were talking about like these quarterbacks that come out, like take take Lamar Jackson for example, Dusty. When, when Lamar Jackson came out, because you brought up Baker Mayfield, yeah. he was the first pick on the draft, right? Right. Sam Darnold went three to the Jets. Not good. Not good. Um, Josh Rosen went number 10 to the Cardinals. Not good. He's already played with like four teams. Not good. Uh, not good whatsoever. And you look all the way down, you have to go to 32, and it's Lamar Jackson. I remember having these debates during it. If you've watched Lamar Jackson in college, dude was incredible. Yuri won the Heisman. was actually, you can make an argument, he's better the year after. Like, it's amazing that these teams and these brains, and I'm not patting myself on the back here or anything, Dusty, but if I nailed Mahomes, if I said Lamar Jackson should have gone top five, if I said that Justin Fields should have been taken before Trey Lance, how come they can't figure it out? How come they can't figure it out with everything at their fingertips? I got other stuff to do. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's it's bad reads. It's It's another reason to just... Be extremely excited if you're a Chiefs fan that you have Brett Veach that knows how to do his homework. 
And it's, you know, it's it's selection and, and, and desperation of the draft time. Or have an Andy Reid coach somebody. I guess that would also work. Binkley, it's 10 to 2. We're here until, we what? Won't. We're here until 2 o'clock. We got Pete Sweeney at 11. We come back, Jay Binkley. I want to get your thoughts on Mizzou this weekend as they play Wake Forest tonight. Eli Drinkwitz, I don't know how hot his seat is. Maybe you can tell me what temperature it might be as of now, what it could be after a win or a loss. Plus, Bryce Young might be your new favorite player at Alabama. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find Man, I wish we had a camera to watch you. Why? Just rocking back and forth? Hey, man. James Brown, man, he'll get a he'll get a little nerve in my body. Oh man, he puts a feeling in my pants that I've only experienced once at a strip club. Nothing ever beats the Rocky when he was in Rock. Was it Rocky Three, the James Brown song? Yeah, coming to America. Text line's mad at me because I called it the best drive ever. I mean, I'm mad at you. I was chewing you out during listen, the break. Man, I, listen, during the regular season, yeah, find me a better one than that. Dude comes there with like two days, and all of a sudden he's leading a game-winning drive. Did it? This stuff doesn't happen. I get it, man. Didn't John Elway have a play or like a drive that's literally called the drive? Okay, <laughs> there are drives. I just flippantly threw it out there. Wasn't it a great drive in the Super Bowl that I, had I Jet Chip Wasp in it? I, yes, thirteen I, seconds I said and regular. tied the game against said, the Bills. I said regular season. Okay, all right. I think but, you need James Brown in your life. And, and the same person called San Francisco a bunch of softies. Okay. First all right. of all, that defense is freaking nails. They hit hard. Ask Seahawks. Because they were just crushing them, man. Bone crushing hits. That's the most impressive thing to me. Somebody said, living in America, you fool. Not coming to America. Well, first of all, you're a fool. Maybe get out of your mom's basement. Binkley, it's and, Christmas. And, and text. I don't care if it's Christmas. It's, it's the it. holidays. It's banned. Hanukkah. It's banned. Christmas. Banned. Blocked. Double blocked. <laughs> Triple blocked. Yeah. I mean, don't block a, me, bro. I mean, what a loser. Okay, uh, easy. You don't know that person. He's probably uh, just being funny. No, nah, I don't think You so. also said Baker Mayfield, the greatest drive I've ever seen. You're a loser. Banned. That's, that's <laughs> fine. You had Banned from the air. But the bottom line, when the Chiefs put 44 points on the road uh, in Frisco. Yeah. I think, you know, you think of that. Denver's defense is really good. They put 27 up against that. It's actually more, right. but you got to take the field or the uh Defensive score. But out let's of the let's let's be real here, right? Let's be real here. That San Francisco defense that was not a full healthy Bosa, right? Um, Chris McCaffrey had been on that team for three and a half minutes, and it it, it was a different team at that time. So, um, I got to tell you, man. But I, I I would you rather play San Francisco again in the Super Bowl? Or would you rather play Philadelphia? Because that sounds like that's where the NFC picture is coming from. It's the top two defenses in the NFL. Right. San Francisco and Philly. Uh, I'd probably rather play against Brock Purdy. Okay. You? Oh, I mean, I think it might be Jimmy Garoppolo that, that plays for the for the Niners by the time Maybe, they get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it could be unless Purdy's just on a run, man. I, I mean, just, do you want the. Change it and upset the apple cart? 
Do you want the... Yeah, see, come on, man. I was just joking. Block, Don't block me, man. Merry Christmas. I'm kidding with that guy, man. I Binkley is doing, ruthless. I just told you I was joking, man. Um, anyways, so let's get into tonight's game, right? We have, a, we have a local Mizzou game. How about last night? Mizzou Tigers. You're Mizzou Tigers. Uh, they put a whooping on Illinois, man. They had a 10-0 run. That was then a 15-0 run. Mizzou basketball looked really good last night. It's a rivalry game. Uh, Denny Gates, man. He, he, I'll tell you what, man. He, was, he, had, he had him clicking last night. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't against KU. But a rivalry game in which Illinois was ranked, significantly ranked, I think 15th or 16th in the nation. Um, and Mizzou put a, put a pretty good beating on him. Tonight, Mizzou football, Wake Forest football, my question to you, Binkley, the, the football guru, is – Eli Drinkwitz has done a lot of talking, man. He's, he's done a lot of, you know, it's, it's kind of not, I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's got the feeling that it's about me and it's my program, but it's leaning that way. You know, he holds the sign up in, in the KUMU game, right? Which is hilarious, but also like kind of dumb, but I mean, I get it. I'm not mad about it. And then the whole Liberty bowl, like we, you know, we'll play him anytime, anywhere, taking pictures from his, from his private jet. It's Wake Forest tonight, Binkley. It's a bowl game. It's before the holidays. It's exactly what Eli Drinkwitz wanted. It's exactly what his football team wanted. He didn't want the after holiday, the distractions, the the lackadaisical attitude. If they lose this game, A, does it matter at all about this game? And B, where does Eli Drinkwitz's hot seat sit? Is it very mild? Is it kind of warm? Is it getting hot? Or does this game have any indication on where that temperature goes? Here's the thing. If you're going to run your mouth and you're going to do things – it depends. It's all how you view it. If you're a big Missouri fan and everything, you say, well, it's kind of funny he did that. It's kind of funny he said in the crowd. But on the outside, it doesn't. It looks dumb. It looks dumb when he goes. And a lot of Missouri fans are cringing when he goes and does that. I got no problem with people that do things like that, Dusty. But if you do, you better back it up, right? If you're going to write checks, you have to cash them. Remember in the playoffs that one year, Frank Clark was going on and on and on, but he cashed his check. He wrote his or, – he mouthed off, but then he cashed the check on what he was going to do. There's nothing better in sports to say you're going to go do something than go out and do it. But a lot of times, there's no recourse. We, we hear all these dumb takes on the Chiefs in the offseason. There's no recourse on it. They just move around. But being wrong, and you got to win. Like, you can do all this stuff, but you win. It's, it's better if you do this stuff if you win. Like, if Nick Saban did this stuff, it'd be funny. Not only that. Go ahead and laugh at him whenever you want. He's got more national titles than anybody. Like, if Nick Saban would have gone to an Alabama basketball game with right. signs about Auburn like Eli did with uh, Kansas, mm-hmm. he's earned the street credit to do it, hadn't he? Sure. He can do whatever he wants with signs. Right. I don't think Eli's got to that point yet. I th- and he better win, like you're saying. Recruiting last year was great. When when say, when Luther Burden comes in. Are you surprised Horn- he stayed, by the way? I am. I think okay. it's great because the transfer portal is you know, hot and heavy and everybody's right. jumping in it. But uh, I think that's good. It depends on recruiting. And here's the thing. You know, I'm looking at Park Hills coach Andy Sims tweet out yesterday. Uh-huh. He's got a kid on his on, on in his school, two kids. He's got one going to Iowa, one going to Michigan. Okay. There's a starting wide receiver at Michigan named Ronnie Bell from Park Hill High School. There is. Like, I see all the, uh, these talented guys. Graham Mertz, Blue Valley North. He was the quarterback of Wisconsin. He's at the transfer portal. He just signed with Florida. Sure. And he, it's kind of an indictment on everybody around this area. Because all three local schools, Kansas State, Kansas, and Missouri, right. all the blue chippers in this area, they ain't going. They're going somewhere else. Right. And, the, so, and it's all three of their problem. But you got to shut the borders down like Gary Pinkle did. So, yeah, well, Gary Pinkle, one of a kind. Um, but again, with Eli Drinkwitz in this game, is it necessarily important for him to win 
a game like this against Wake Forest in a bowl game. No. It's not really severe. It's not very doesn't matter. You know, it just so it, he's he's fine. There's no there's Had no he negative. Played Kansas, it would have been huge. Right. Had he played Kansas, playing Wake Forest when guys are hopping in and out of the transfer portal, their quarterback Sam Hartman. People are saying you get schools already quote contacting for you. Sure, this game doesn't matter. Like this game does not matter at all. A game against Kansas. I thought it would have been a test. What happens in Wake, Wake Forest, what, minus two and a half in this game? Mm-hmm. Last I checked. It, it, this game, honestly, it doesn't matter either way, win or lose. This, this, this falls under the meaningless bowl games, um, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, me, it is uh, minus two and a half. Over under is 58 and a half. Uh, Wake Forest, the favorite in this game. Take Mizzou, the over. Mizzou, take the over? Yeah. Okay. 58 and a half, take the over. I actually like Missouri to cover this game and take the over. So you think Mizzou wins or covers? I, I think they win. So they, okay, so they win. They beat Wake Forest and everything's fine with. with but again, you just beat Wake Forest. I mean, right. you know, it's a big deal. Woo. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's a bowl game. It's a win. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. Speaking Listen, of all that stuff, though, seriously, like mm-hmm. Gary, Gary Pinkle didn't do that stuff. Right. Gary Pinkle just went out and won. And he led with he, a humble sword. Missouri was supposed to be better in basketball in the SEC. But this is Eli, man. This is. He was a two straight SEC. I, again. Be humble, man. Sure. Be but humble. I, mean, I think you, okay. I think you have to be in today's era of football. You have to be somewhat uh, colorful. I think you have to have some, but I mean, choose your spots wisely. Like I thought when he came out in like the Sith outfit and he's like, it was funny. May the four, he, but he had a reason to do it because the guy was talking a whole bunch of bull spit huh. and then he comes out and beats him and he says, Hey, here's my thing. Speaking of being humble. I like him though. I think he's a great coach. I really do. I just wish these antics right. weren't as much. I mean, we'll I, just, I, I we'll like just the, tone it down until you tone it up. You know what I mean? But back when he was in Springdale, Arkansas, he was on a recruiting trip sure. with the player. Yeah. The coach there would be Gary Pinkle. Like, that's mm-hmm. funny. Like, that's how Pinkle was just open to everybody. Here's Lee Eli Drinkwitz, an assistant in high school. Now he's the head coach. Again, I think he's a good coach. Just stop the innings. Speaking of good coach, this guy plays for one. Uh, it was just I wanted to finish with, with my teammates uh, this season. Um, again, there's been a lot of work, a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot that's gone into this year. And, you know, um, I just get another chance to play with my brother. That's really how I look at it. Um, this is a great opportunity for us as a team, uh, for me, um, you know, for all of us. And, um, you know, we've, we've all had each other's backs all year. Um, it's been about accountability, about uh, making sure that we're, we're, we're holding ourselves to our standard. And um, that's words that we all live by, that, that I live by. Um, so for me, um, you know, it was easy. I just wanted to, um, you know, it's another opportunity to go out there and play with, play with my brother. So, um, again, I'm, I'm grateful for the chance we have, for the opportunity we all have, um, individuals and as a team. Um, you know, this is a huge opportunity. Um, this is a, a big game to play against a really, really good team. Um, and, um, you know, we, we have a lot that, that we want to prove to ourselves. There's a lot that we want to accomplish um, as a team. And um, I'm, I'm just happy to get another chance to play with my guys. That is what a leader that, that's a leader right there. It's also a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, the, the quarterback at Alabama. This makes sense. Again, this is how you do it. It's humbleness. I'm going to go be with my teammates. We, we might look at it as crazy, though, because what happened? Jalen Smith, the linebacker uh, from Ohio State, got hurt in the Fiesta Bowl. Or Notre Dame. Got hurt in the Fiesta Bowl. Drops it like the second round. Bottom line is they're all supposed to play. Jameer Gibbs, uh, the running back from Alabama, is probably going to be probably picked in the top 25. You got Will Anderson that I think is the best pass rusher coming out of Alabama since Derek Thomas, mm-hmm. who Derek Thomas miraculously went fourth in that draft. I get it was a loaded draft when Derek Thomas went, but he ends up going fourth. I think Will Anderson will go three or four, and Bryce Young could be the number one quarterback taken. Here's what I see, because I really didn't expect this, because a lot of times Alabama will go to the bowl game and not care. They care about being in the playoffs, and that's it, which is fine because they're always in the playoffs anyway, so it doesn't matter. But they usually they take these games kind of lightly. I'm glad they're doing this, and I like the respect he paid towards Kansas State there. 
But they know Kansas State is a legit team, and Kansas State wants to win this game. However, does the I don't know how it's going to go. The more and more I think about it, and it, I could be completely wrong. I could see him going out and playing one or two series. Yeah. And then pulled. Uh, honestly, so you think Alabama whips K-State, or you no, think they just don't I, care? I, I, it seems like they care that's now. Kinda, that's it kind seems of like I, they care now. I was just thinking because that's kind of ironic if they go play two series and then it's like pull them out, hey, you had your fun. But again, But here's the thing, I'm, though, respect. I mean, yeah. He's there for his teammates. He's sure. there at the bowl game, bowl preparations. He's going to start. But then you pull him, Dusty, to yeah. help him save him from himself. Right. So I don't. So I'm on both sides of the fence, and I know that's a terrible way to put this in, in, in radio and have debates about it, but I think the first thing that we have to look at is, is do what you truly want to do yourself. Don't feel pressure that you have to play. Don't feel pressure that you have to sit. We've seen in recent years, very, very recent years, Jamison Williams, the guy that's actually playing now, who's first play for, not first play, but first game for the Detroit Lions. The dude has a sick catch down the sideline and has the fastest speed of the season, faster than Tyreek Hill, faster than anybody that's in the league, and scores a touchdown his first game back, blew it out in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the game, the bowl game for Alabama last year, right? So I look at guys like that and I think to myself, well, this guy missed an entire year of the NFL. Um, but things can happen in the NFL. Like Travis Etienne played for played for Clemson, went in his first uh, in his first preseason game with with Jacksonville, blew his Achilles, missed the entire first year. Travis Kelsey, likewise, first year as a Chief, didn't even play, was hurt the entire year. So I totally understand when these kids nowadays say, "I'm just gonna wait. I want as much money as I possibly can get. I want to get to the best possible situation in the NFL, draft wise, stock wise. I don't want to affect that." Some kids, I think, are different when it comes to that narrative because guys like Jameis Williams uh, for Detroit was still picked, what, eighth overall in the draft? So he still went where he was at because they know that the projection for him is, I mean, it's it's ungodly. I mean, the guy's got six speeds, he's got good hands, he's a good receiver, he's going to be a stud next year. So I don't have any problem with kids taking time off from this game because it doesn't necessarily matter. Now, what I will say is that I also love because I'm a gamer, I'm a guy that loves to see the the you know the, I don't know the the physical hog on these kids that want to go out there and just live it up one more time in college. Because if I could tell anybody that's in college right now, enjoy it. I had the most fun of my life in college. I wasn't even an athlete. So when I hear guys like Bryce Young come out here, who's got an NIL deal with Dr Pepper, he's made enough money he could sit this game out, and he says, I want to be there with my teammates. If that doesn't get you somewhat sports horny then I have to tell you you're in the wrong industry to listen to sports because this is a guy who has all the things he needs, a Heisman Trophy. He's already got a national championship as a freshman with Alabama. He doesn't need any of this. He doesn't need any of this. But what he wants to do is he wants to play with his teammates. So I love Which the fact. Which is refreshing from a guy at that At that, that level, right? Like, so that, and, and not, only would, not only does that do anything for you, but you know how many pro scouts have seen that press conference and been like, yeah. This is the kind of guy I want to lead my team. I want that guy in my locker room, not right. the Zach Wilson type. And, and I it, want someone they're going to respect, not Wilson. And that's the other thing, too, is that it's not me out here saying that I'm leaning towards kids that need to play or I'm leaning towards kids saying that I don't want to play because I don't want to I don't want to get injured. That's I, I, I'm agreeing with both sides, and I don't really have a favor to either one. I'm just saying I'm like you. I think it's cool to hear guys in front of a microphone who aren't necessarily polished and robotic to be like, you know, it's just a bowl game. It's what we do. We play football. No, 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 no. He's real. He's truthful. And he's honest. And he says, here's what I want to do. I want to play one more time with my teammates because he knows he's going to the draft. He knows he's a quarterback as well. So chances are he's probably, knock on wood, not going to get hurt. He's not in those high-impact positions. 
But this is a guy, like we said, Heisman Trophy winner. He's got an NIL deal with Dr. Pepper. He's enshrined in college football history, and he's got everything he wants as a college athlete, but yet it comes down to one thing, and that's his teammates. He's got the knee on one, too. I mean, I was wondering if nil would affect the bowl games, meaning now that they're getting paid, right. you know, these, these companies going out there putting big money on players. I do think this thing's about to become a mess, though. With guy, The transfer portal is hitting record numbers. I love it. Well, I know, but guys that get paid for certain companies represent them, then they hop in the transfer portal. By the way, I mentioned Derek Thomas, 1989 draft, because Will Anderson from Alabama. Derek Thomas went fourth. Here's the top five that year, Dusty. Tell me if this was a good draft. Aikman, Manderich, Sanders, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, Deion Sanders. Pretty right. solid. Well, was that for four Manderich. Hall of Famers? It's, it's four out of the top five were yeah. Hall of Famers in that draft. And Aikman still got sour grapes over Patrick Mahomes. And then Tony Manderich. It's like there's like this. It's like here's the here's the all the fruit then a Volvo. It's like which one doesn't belong in a certain situation. But no, I was wondering how Neil was going to do. But again, I wonder how long they're going to play him. That, that's the thing because yeah. I think there's the the way things are going to go. I think the coaches are really going to respect what these players are doing, like Will Anderson and Bryce Young and and Jameer Gibbs, and just respect what they're doing and, and the kind of footprint set and say, you know, I can't have these guys get hurt, man. I can't be watching the draft. And see, you know, my guys fall just because when they played in a Sugar Bowl against Kansas State in a game that didn't matter. And I think that they'll do that out of respect for those players, not to get them hurt. Maybe I'm completely wrong. And again, I want to see it because this actually makes this game more enticing. Right. 100% makes it more enticing. So I want to see that that's what what, what happens because I do enjoy both season. It, it is watered down to some extent that we just have those two playoff games. That's good that we're having 12 teams mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And if you want no better, look look at all the bowl games in the transfer portals and guys that sit out, that opt out. There are guys opting out for the NFL all over this country. And you get the Heisman Trophy winner from two years ago playing in his bowl game. That's respectable. Probably have the Heisman Trophy winner this year playing in his bowl game, unless Caleb Williams sits it out, but I doubt he does. Oh, uh, no, no, he'll have to because yeah. he's got one more year of college. That's right. Uh, Alabama, Kansas State, 11 a.m. on December 31st. Alabama minus six is the line over under 56. Gotta write something down. Nick's Notable Notes. Well, Nick's not here today. I don't know if he's gotten back from Berlin, Germany. He is not. Guten Tag. Uh, I Southern. taught him how to cuss in Germany. He hasn't used it once, he said. Yeah. I, I just know I how to say. A lot of words. I just know how to say no and bless you, which is, I think, when you sneeze, you say Gesundheit. Yeah. And then uh, nine is no. I went much dirtier. Yeah, I bet you did. Um, so, Binkley, it's uh, it's Dusty's diary. So we get to crack open the, the pages of my diary, which is very scary. I apologize to all my ex-girlfriends. I'm kidding. Um, where I want to start this out with, because I don't know who, I don't know how you are, man. I don't know if you're a, if you're a Christmas-spirited guy uh, when it comes to music. But I do ask, what is your favorite Christmas song? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Not surprised. Coming home from our house Christmas Eve. Why am I not surprised? Love that song. Why do you love that, that song? Just, Is it nostalgia? It's just funny. It's just funny. Grandma got ran over yeah. by a reindeer. Love no, it. there's no second place song on Christmas list for being inside the diary of Dustman. I mean, uh, I got to put it down, man. I got to write it down in my in my diary song. notes. I mean, Jingle Bell stands out. Okay. Jumps out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex Smith on turkey. Uh, what? Uh, chestnuts on open fire. I don't think that's an actual song. Whatever. And the, uh, I think it's White oh, Christmas. Basically, every every one of those songs in Christmas Vacation. Like, holiday that gets Road. me fired up, man. That gets me fired up. Not Holiday Road. That was the first, mm. first, that was the first vacation. Fair enough. 
Maliki um, Maka is a Hawaiian way. Yeah. So, so taking from that to to from songs to movie, what is that I can write down in my diary? Because Nick's not here, and I have to do his job. Um, and Jed's getting married today, by the way. Otherwise, Jed would have been part of the show. So, congratulations to Jed Marshall. That's really no excuse. <laughs> okay, you don't, it's holiday season, man. As you as you file in a a, a dip of tobacco. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie? I don't even know why I'm asking. I think I already know what it is, and I probably know what your top three are, but go ahead and let the people know what your top three Christmas movies are uh, in Dusty's diary today. Will you tell me what my top three are? You said you know them. Probably number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Bingo. Number two is probably A Christmas Story. Bingo. Number three, this is where it gets tough, but I think that there might be a soft side to you, plus like you're, you're a little bit older, but I'm going to say it's probably... Oh, Don't man. Don't say Miracle on 34. I'm going to say it's Bad Santa. Yeah, he nailed it, man. Okay. You 100% nailed it. I mean, I, I, I try to too. tell people you're like my stepdad of radio. You, you went 100%, uh, brother. So we, we nailed all three. So you're going you're going, Christmas Vacation. Then you're going Christmas Story. Christmas Story. And then Bad, Bad Santa. Santa. Yeah, you nailed it. You've been Bad Santa before. A lot of people don't realize that. Well, it was different because when Cody was at the, that toy drive dress of Santa. Yeah. He had someone, I think, sit in his lap. Like I was, I was specifically told there would be nobody. When I did the, I did it for the company. Maybe it party depends on the Santa I, who gets to sit I, on whose lap. I was specifically told by legal, do not let anybody sit in your lap. Was this when it was like fat Cody tap or was this skinny tap? It was just a couple weeks ago, Cody tap. Oh, so the, the, okay. I went out to see the fellas and have a beer, you yeah. know, at Nick's place. That's right. Because you and I both like Nick Price a lot and uh, big time. And uh, so I went down there. And but it, I I spent two years being sent at the company party and was told specifically there will be nobody sitting in your lap. Mm. I was quite upset. Why? It's a lack of trust. But you don't want like a grown ass man sitting in your lap. Like what if I came up to you I'm like, hey man, let me sit on that lap? You'd have been you like, you probably wouldn't have. You I wouldn't mean, have. I don't know if you know who I am. I don't know. But whatever, man, was told. What if like C Dot wanted to sit in your lap? Like, out of, I, I, rank the top, rank the top, rank the top three, rank the top three people that you'd comfortably let sit in your lap that work at this station. None of you. You have to have three. Oh gosh. Um. <laughs> Who sits on Santa Bing's lap? It works well, at six. Probably the lightest. So you're going gold, gold number one. Gold probably Fesco. And then Fesco's Carrington, too. Carrington probably. So, okay. So gold or Fesco Rob, Carrington. You, know, I don't... you can only get three. Rob's kind of tall. That might look awkward. Yeah. But it's up to you, man. How about you? I'm not ever. I've never been Santa. I've just been Elf. I'm just the side guy. That's what I do. That's how I am. I don't have to be the guy that gets gets sat on. Now, that sounds weird. But uh, anyway, you want to look at it. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. You better. He'll join us next. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.